This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 835 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is an excerpt from the Horse.com's weekly horse health report on the Horses in the Morning show. The Hit'em crew is joined by the Horse.com digital editor Michelle Anderson and Dr. Jones to sort out betting options. And we'll get right to our tip after this important message from StatelineTac.com. Equestrians love summer. We relish the frenetic pace of horse show season, getting kids ready for pony camp, and even the mad dash to get into clinics with our favorite Olympians. The blood-sucking insects, however, not so much. That's where StatelineTac.com comes in. StatelineTac knows how important summer is to all horse lovers, whether they chase foxes, blue ribbons, or gold medals. StatelineTac is your one-stop website for all manner of summer survival products for you and your horse. Fly sheets and fly masks, fly sprays and spot-on treatments, even feed-through fly control and barn misting systems. You can find it all at competitive prices at StatelineTac.com. Well, speaking of the blood horse, they are related to our thehorse.com, and Michelle Anderson is digital oh, editor hi. of thehorse.com. Hello, Michelle. Hi, yeah, I need to give a digital wave to Tom as we pass him <laughs> in the virtual hallway. <laughs> well, I'm, I appreciate That's you awesome. guys uh, allowing us to start a little late because uh, it was a breaking story, and it was something that we, need, we really needed to discuss this morning. And as you can tell, Jamie has no passion at all about this topic. So. <laughs> None at all. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to so, go from that yeah. to a more kind topic, aren't we? Mm-hmm. A little bit lighter, lighter <laughs> subject, and uh, we're transitioning over to betting, stall betting. So we have this new slideshow that we just posted last week. Um, it's still on the homepage, and it is about common betting options for your horses. And it's amazing, something that seems so simple, you get into it, and it's much more complicated <laughs> than what it seems uh, on the surface. And so uh, Dr. Jones is here to talk to us a little bit about making good decisions for bedding down your horses in the stall, um, thinking about their health and comfort. So, Dr. Jones, welcome. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Good morning. I missed you. <laughs> we missed you, too. We hope you had a good time, though. I did, I did. And next week I'll be talking about the ISIS conference that I just came back from. Um, why I wasn't here last week, uh, we were covering the Equitation Science Conference that was in the States uh, for the first time in years. And so we'll be talking about that next week. But for this week's betting, so I want to start out with... I missed you guys horse- too, by the way. I missed you oh. both. Hi. Hi, Jamie. But for betting, so why... Um, why do our horses need bedding? What is the importance of bedding? Well, how about I start off and ask Glenn and Jamie, what do they use for bedding? I use pellets. I don't want to answer that because I'm going to do something, I'm going to say something wrong, and then I'm going to get, <laughs> you know, in trouble for using the wrong thing. It's, it's all about learning. Come on. Let's not be scared. We use pellets. We I, use pellets. Use pellets. I, I can get that. Yeah. I have, have shavings, shavings, but... 
They're the kind of shavings that are like the thicker, heavier wood because we have mere motels here and, and they're out kind of outdoor stalls. So the mm-hmm. wind blows everything out. So they're heavy wood pieces, chips. And that is Arizona, too. Correct. Okay. And Glenn, in a Florida Ocala, you're using pellets. Why? Because my little pony is a pig. And uh, he, he, they're, the, they're the ones that have worked the best for my piggy little new pony. So that's why. Because I have a piggy pony. And can I say, before you go on, before you go on, uh, can I say that the horse husband not approved bedding is straw. We hate straw. I don't care if it's better for the horses. Straw is not horse husband approved. Now that I've gotten that out there. Let her finish. Go ahead. Let her finish. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so piggy, you're saying just defecates, urinates a lot, you've got a lot of urine and manure to pick up, and that's what you're talking about with your little pony, correct? Yes, correct. Yes. Okay, okay. So, you know, why wouldn't Jamie want to use pellets in Arizona for a horse that might have too much manure and urine in her stalls? Well, partly because the, I, I can see why she doesn't, because par, partly because the when they break down or when they grow or whatever they do, um, they do get a little dusty. So I think they she would have a, a blow away problem. I know they're dusty. Is that right. what you're going to pick on me about? No, I'm not going to pick on you. Let the dust in your pellets. Even though I think about that a lot when I use pellets or something. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no. But the point is, is that there's not a there's not an absolute for every situation situation because in Arizona they would blow away and she wouldn't have bedding. So let's say she wants to use those pellets because they're easier to clean and we're kind of rolling through some of your questions here, Michelle, by having conversation. But um, they're easier to clean. They um, you save money with the pellets because you're not exposing so many unused shavings or unused pellets because they absorb so much urine and you're able to just scoop just the urine out with the uh, wet pellets. So um, that's nice, but in Jamie's situation, in an outdoor open-type stall, it would be a very poor choice for her. Mm-hmm. So, again, yeah, I, situation yeah. um, dependent. And then, Michelle, yeah, you can tell us what you use. Oh, mine? Mine don't have any bedding. Mine are <laughs> naked. Uh-huh. They have... They, um, I have loafing sheds. They're outside, um, and it's very sandy, loamy soil, and they it doesn't matter. I can bed down the loafing shed. They just poop and pee in it, um, but they go dig a hole in the dirt, and they all each have their own little hole that they sleep in um, out in their paddocks. So yeah. I gave up, and, in it, their, and it kept blowing away. Yeah. yeah, and they're not sleeping in their urine or their manure where they're mm-hmm. pooping yeah. or peeing. They're sleeping somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. So they have they have the freedom of choice <laughs> on that, and I do. I have like when it's been really kind of icky weather, I'll I'll bed it down just to make it a little bit softer. Um, but then they end up it just blows away. Or if I use straw, they eat it. So so really, uh-huh. all three of you come up on good topics here. Um, let's start with the last comment you made. It's a little bit softer. There's um, sores that horses can get from laying down if they're laying down on hard surfaces. So that's the primary reason why a lot of people use bedding in the stalls is in case the horse does lay down, they have that um, soft area to lay on as well as if it's a concrete or a rubber matted stall, if they're urinating on it, it becomes a very slick surface and you want something to absorb up that urine in order to discard it because you can't hose out that area every single day and provide a very safe surface for the horse to walk on. 
So that's really the reason we use shavings and, and, and straw and stalls is for absorption, for decrease of ammonia, um, safety, and to decrease bed sores. Now, Glenn said that he really hates straw. Why do you really hate straw? Is it the cleaning that's oh, difficult? Oh, jeez, yes. I mean, gee, yeah. well, we, we started with straw when we had our big barn with 25 stalls. And what a nightmare. I just said, if you're going to continue using straw, I'm not helping clean. Because it just, oh, pickles <laughs> every piece of straw. And then I never did it right. So I always got yelled at. So, yeah, it is not horse husband approved straw. <laughs> so there are situations it. that straw is a really good choice. Um, and what would those be, Dr. Jones? Well, the number one is newborn babies. Newborn babies have very sensitive immune systems, respiratory tract, and they will sniff up the small particles of sawdust and um, powdered pellets and cause respiratory problems and or uh, the amount of bacteria that's on shaving gets uh, brought into the respiratory tract or the mouth into these newborns, and they will get sick very quickly. Uh, so that brings you up to the idea of what's the problem with shavings is the fact that they can carry three different types of organisms on them without being wet or without having manure on them. Uh, these organisms tend to live on these shavings and uh, can cause some infectious problems in young foals uh, and lack of immunity horses. And going back to the straw, I mentioned that my horses eat eat the straw if I give them straw. Is that a concern? Like, are my horse is going to colic if I use straw out in their loafing sheds and they eat all of it? There is a concern because it's more coarse and then it can get bulky in their intestinal tract, and so the impaction possibilities are higher. Um, but it also doesn't have a lot of value and nutrients to them, so those are two good reasons why they shouldn't eat them. Uh, but there are a lot of mayors that will eat it because they're so darn hungry after foaling and they're lactating and they're not getting enough hay. So uh, a lot of people will switch out from the straw to the shavings fairly quickly because their mayors are eating the straw. Even when we Michelle, had our... feed your horse. Dang. <laughs> no, Come even on, I'll, I'll tell I'm, you what, though. Even oh, my when... gosh. I'm like... I had, I put some out there because I thought I was going to be really smart giving and really nice. I'm like, I'm going to give you guys a little soft place to sleep. And then they start eating it. I'm like, seriously, guys? Like, you have this beautiful hay, but you're going to go eat that straw. Really? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We had horses, and when we were betting with straw, that certain horses just will eat their, all the betting. So they didn't have any betting left by the time the morning came around. It didn't matter how much hay you gave them. They were just going to eat everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> horses, I swear. But, <laughs> but so... Now, another concern with um, wood chips is are the or shavings are is the possibility of having black walnut shavings. Can you tell us a little bit about black walnut and why that would be uber bad? Yes, uh, the black walnut has been known to cause founder in horses, and uh, it's not necessarily the ingesting of it; it's the standing on um, seems to be a problem. So you have to know the source of your shavings in order to get a good. Um, you know, a reputable person that's not going to have a wallet in their savings is going to sell it to you. So you want to get it some from someone where you know it's going to be pine or yeah. cedar or... Okay. And is cedar okay for horses, actually? Yeah, so it makes a great smell to the um, to the stall. So um, those are usually high um, to have that. I, I love walking to books that use cedar because they have this wonderful about them. And we're starting, you're breaking up just a little bit, Dr. Jones. Oh, it's any better. <laughs> That's better. Um, so if, you ha- if you're if you using bedding, do you need mats in your stall? 
have, have to have mats in the stall. And here's on the mats. The mats are wonderful for easy to clean, but the cracks between them are a great place to hold germs and, and infectious agents. So, unfortunately, if you had a horse with strangles, let's say, um, mass strangles didn't live in the environment more than 10, 10 days, but you put a horse in right after that one because you shipped it off to the hospital and you just got between those cracks, there's always that chance that you could be spraying disease. Or you have diarrhea, which is more common, but common in boarding barns, and uh, the salmonella diarrhea, it gets popped in those cracks. It will live in that environment for quite some time, and then your horse is eating hay off the or may ingest some of that salmonella. So you've got uh, a good reason to have it. It's easy to clean. It leaves a nice level surface uh, for the um, horse to not uh, have to spin out or the stall cleaner clean while he's not stumbling and falling underneath the horse or the horse. So um, my last question, I think we're probably running out of time here, but um, I do want to ask about people like me who don't bed. Are, is that okay? Like, the people look at me straight, like people raise their yeah, but eyebrows But you have outdoor time. running sheds, right? Isn't that what you were talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, Dr. Right. Jones, uh, you're... I you're, think we lost yeah, her. I think we're losing her completely I think we lost here. her completely. And what's the, what's the point? What's the point that you're making, Glenn, by saying you have outdoor running sheds? I... I just, we have never bedded our outdoor running sheds. Now, we've always made sure we cleaned them every day, you know, so that they were clean, but we've always had, you know, a situation where we've never bedded them. Because there's really no need. Right. And And the reason there's no need is they're not eating where they're passing their manure and their urine, and if they're cleaning it up, it helps. Now, on the other hand, on the other side of that, I've seen outdoor run-in sheds that haven't been cleaned in months, and they're disgusting. So, you know, there's... Yeah. They're putting hay yeah. in it. Yeah, that's disgusting, too, because then the horse is basically in their bathroom. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And my horses, I have individual paddocks. They're 100 by 100 with the loafing sheds. And the my horses, they have their bathroom spot, they have their eating spot, they have their standing in their shed spot, and they have their sleeping spot. They They do not eat poop and sleep in the same place at all. They're well trained. Yeah, so when That's you get a new horse, you walk them around and say, okay, you go to the bathroom here, you sleep this here. Is, this is here, this yeah. is here. Don't yep. you violate the rules. <laughs> no, they, they are like, they, they are, it's like clockwork what they do and, and where they do it, so... Well, that's uh, that's the whole point of the stalls. The stalls are the place for horses to eat and for them to go to the bathroom. So you want to make sure that whether it's clean and you just need to have products in the stall that's easy to clean. And what about that ammonia smell that you get in barns with the urine in the stalls? That's pretty bad. Is that bad for our horses? Yes, that's pretty bad in the respiratory system. You want to try to decrease that so you can either cleaning more often or maybe using some sort of stall freshener uh, to clean up the ammonia smell. Yeah, and that's one thing that I do. Like, I really would like a barn. Like, I really would like a barn on a cold winter's day. <laughs> I really would. But I do love having them out where it doesn't smell like ammonia. All right. I agree. I agree. So, well, if if anyone wants to check out that slideshow, it's on thehorse.com on the homepage right now. Um, and then Dr. Jones is going to be joining us tomorrow for an Ask the Vet Live. We're going to be talking about uh, 
hot weather horse care. Um, it's, it'll be an hour event tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern. So if anyone's interested in that, you can register also uh, on thehorse.com. Uh, Dr. Jones, give out your, are you still there? Give out your uh, 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 website address. And the website address is back up, Glenn, by the way. Um, thank it you. It is floridaequine.com. No, thank you for the heads up on that. Um, floridaequine.com. Very good. And our Facebook is Florida Equine Veterinary Okay, what she said was Florida Equine Veterinary Services. We're going to say goodbye <laughs> to Dr. Jones because you're just breaking up on us too bad there. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. And, Michelle, it's been fun. It seems like it has been Blood Horse Hour here on uh, Horses in the Morning. It certainly has. And, uh, and next week I'll be back to talk about this equitation science stuff. Jamie, you're going to love it. Cool stuff. Cool Very stuff good. going on. Awesome. Thank you, Michelle. Thehorse.com. Oh, oh, hi, little baby. <laughs> <laughs> hi, Lukey. Sorry, Daddy, you're okay. trying to come in and be a part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> we don't mind. We don't mind horses oh, winning in the background and Jamie's baby screaming in the background. Both are okay with us. Or, or a dog. A or dog a dog. That's right. <laughs> okay. plenty of that. Thanks, Michelle. <laughs> it's a good place to be. Bye, everyone. And that's a wrap. To listen to more of the Horse.com's tips, just go to horsetipdaily.com and look for the experts drop-down menu on the left. If you love listening to the Horses in the Morning gang putting in their two cents on all things horse, you can tune in every weekday at horsesinthemorning.com for fascinating interviews, news stories from around the world, clever contests, and general horsey hijinks. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. This podcast has been brought to you through the generous support of StatelineTAC.com. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. (laughs) 